Hey guys, my name is Marcelo Inestroza, and I am the host and the creator of the Red Wall Podcast, a podcast about love, life, and the pursuit of happiness. On top of all that, a podcast about what it's like to live life as a disabled person. Also, a podcast about what it's like to live life as a disabled screenplay writer. So why don't y'all come on and join me on my podcast mission of glory. All right, guys, hope to see you there. Hey guys, welcome to the newest episode of the Red Wall Podcast. I'm your host per usual. My name is Marcelo Anastroza, and welcome to episode 40, entitled Pain Management. Alright guys, so, uh, as most of you know, I am disabled, and I've been disabled since I was born. And over the past couple years or so, I've... Uh, sort of invented little tips and tricks to deal with my uh, specific disability. Now, as a small little recap, um, my disability has the, the side of my body that is affected by my disability the most is the left side. And the type of dis, well, the type of Disability that I, the, the type of disability that I have, at least the technical name for it, is uh, I have dystonia with a little bit of uh, spasticity. And spasticity, uh, I, you know, I can't give you the definition for that, but what I can tell you is that when it happens, um, my body gets tight and all my muscle, uh, my muscles contract, and actually, they they actually start to hurt. So, uh, as you can imagine, that is rather uncomfortable and rather uh, painful, uh, especially when that doesn't only happen in my arm, in my arm, or uh, in my shoulder. Um, but it actually happens in the balls of my feet. And a lot of times when I get these, uh, when I get these feelings and when I get these muscle contractions, I can't um, take a moment or stop, you know, to, to sort of let the contraction run its course. Whatever I have, whatever I happen to be doing at the moment, I have to, you know, pull through and uh, soldier on. Now, a lot of you will be like, that's insane. If I'm in pain, I should just stop and take a moment and, and, you know, wait for my pain to subside just a little bit and then continue whatever it is I'm doing. And you're, you're absolutely right. That makes complete sense. But the reason that I don't stop is I don't really like to look, and I acknowledge that this is a fucked up policy, and I acknowledge that this doesn't make any sense. I get that. I don't like to acknowledge to anyone uh, that I'm in pain. I'm very, very proud in that way. Like, I will not go to the hospital unless I am near death 
or I actually break something. Um, and I don't also like to let on that I'm in pain. So I can be talking to you or I can be walking with you um, if I ever meet you. And I could be in the worst kind of pain imaginable. And I wouldn't tell you. Basically, my threshold for pain is extremely high. Where I think I got this um, is... Where I think I got this philosophy uh, that I'm not going to tell anyone about my pain or I'm just going to deal with it and I'm just going to soldier on, for lack of a better word. My my mother, uh, towards the end of her life, really really let her pain get the best of her. I mean, she had no tolerance for anything, basically, towards the end of her life. And uh, basically, you know, to make matters worse, my mother believed in the healing power of the doctors. So any pain that she got, obviously the doctors, you know, didn't fucking solve anything. What they did was they put her on medication to the point where her night table or the inside of her night table looked like a fucking pharmacy. And because of that, going, you know, going back to it again, my grandma, basically, guys, my grandmother is my mother, so I I might make that distinction once in a while, or I, or I might or I might trip over my words like I've done in the last two uh, seconds or three seconds or whatever. So basically, um, what would happen to my grandmother is that she would sweat right every time that she would move, every time that she would move. Her, her body would sweat. And as a result, that sweat would increase her pain level. You know, the, you know, uh, the, the simple movements that, y- that you or I might make would cause my grandmother to sweat. And eventually the pain would come after that. Um, now, that does happen to me, but unlike my grandmother... Or my mother, for this instance. See, I did it again. Um, I I embrace my pain. I welcome my pain because my pain lets me know that I really need to stretch out my body, and I need to give my body some attention. Now, once I do that, if I move around a lot, you know, if I notice that my body is is kicking my ass and my feet feel like they're in quicksand, I try my best to move around throughout the course of the day as much as I can or go upstairs to my secret little hideaway and basically walk around in circles until my feet don't feel like they're in sand. And if I'm lucky enough, throughout the course of the day, I can accomplish this. And by the end of the day, I my, my body has reached... I have released enough endorphins within my body to not feel X amount of pain in my shoulder or in my hand uh, uh, because I have spasticity in my, in my left hand as well. Uh, you know, I have reached um, uh, 
just give me a second here. I, I lost my train of thought. Hopefully, if I do, if I walk around, if I, hopefully if I walk around and I exercise enough throughout the course of the day, um, by the time I go to bed, um, my legs and my, my hand and uh, my shoulder are, are at a point where they still hurt, but it's this sort of, it's this sort of background pain, if, um, if you guys get my meaning. And the other thing that is really disconcerting is that sometimes in the morning when I wake up, as many old people or as many people that have dealt with chronic pain throughout the course of their lives, like I have, when they wake up, their body sometimes is saying, oh no, you know, you're awake now and as a gift uh, that you're awake now, you're we're going to kick your ass by the form of nothing working, you know, by the form of your body being in so much fucking agony that you feel like just lying down and not getting up ever again. Um, here's the thing, though. Uh, Monday through Friday, I have a home health aid that helps me get going. And 99% of the time when I ask her for things, she listens. But there is that 90, there is that 1% of times where she doesn't listen. Now, she's not crazy. She's a, she's a, she's a good, uh, she's a good, uh, uh, home health aide. She's, she's wonderful. She's a little bit forgetful and nuts and a little bit of a mess, but she's wonderful. But the thing that she does that I fucking hate is that she doesn't give, she doesn't, she doesn't, warm up the shower hot enough for me or when I'm giving the shower she doesn't make it hot enough so if I have pain uh, the the hot water you know putting hot water on my body as I'm taking my morning shower helps me a lot and the fact that she doesn't do that really makes it worse I've tried to I've tried to tell her so many times that I need a hot shower, but she'll do it for a couple minutes, but then she'll fucking turn off the water to save water. Now, I kind of told her to do this when I first started working with her, what two and a half years ago. So basically, it's my fault, but I just wish that she. Listen to me a little bit more in that aspect. I wish that she would listen when I say, you know, I want hot water and I want hot water now. I need hot water. I don't need luke. I don't need, uh, I don't need lukewarm water. And trust me, hot water isn't gonna fuck up my head or isn't too hot for my body. You know, but I, I can't. I've tried to tell her repeatedly, but it doesn't fucking work. So in those instances. I try to focus on my breathing and I, you know, if I focus on my breathing hard enough when I'm dealing with her in the shower and she's not doing me the, the type of thing that I want vis-a-vis my hot water, I try to focus in on my breathing and when I do that, 72% of the time, by the time I get out of the shower, my pain isn't so bad that I can actually walk out of the shower. 
But if I don't do that, my pain is, is, is basically controlling my body and my body becomes uh, knotted up like a pretzel. And even if it's knotted up like a pretzel, I can't stop and tell her, listen, I need a moment. If you don't give me a moment, I don't know how the fuck I'm going to get out of here. If you don't give me a moment, there is a possibility that I can fall on my ass. And you and I will be filling out paperwork for the rest of the fucking day. I can't do that. Because if I do that, she's going to start panicking. And if, she's, and if she starts panicking, she's going she's gonna to get more protective and more rigid about, about the way that she takes care of me uh, for the time that she's here in the morning. And I don't want that. So see, for me, it's a double-bladed sword. Like if I do that with my grandfather... He's more apt to give me time to wait because he doesn't he doesn't panic like she does. Again, I realize that this philosophy is fucked up and a little corked. Uh, but it's just the way that I process and it's the it's the way that I read this in you know, it's the way that I deal with the it's the way that I deal with the situation and it's the way that I've chosen to handle it. It might not be correct. It might totally be wrong. Uh, you know, it might be the wrong thing for me, but it's the best way that I have found to deal with. Uh, it's the best way that I have found to deal with my pain management. All right, guys. So with that being said, that'll do it for this edition of the Red Wall Podcast, um, episode forty, entitled pain management. Um, If you're listening to this podcast after the fact on your podcast provider of choice, I would appreciate for you to leave me a comment or a star rating. That would help out the show greatly. A small little note, I decided uh, to make this podcast only available to really, really close members of my family and um, I've, I've decided to close off this podcast exclusively to podcast feeds. So that means I will no longer be posting their podcast after the fact on my YouTube channel at uh, youtube.com slash productions. I've decided to do that just because uh, I found it counterproductive and, um, m- you know, more people listen to the show in podcast form than video form, so I decided that it just wasn't worth it, the extra hassle of having to uh, rip these audio files and then transfer and then transfer them to my computer and then put all the bells and whistles on them as I'm as I'm turning them into video files. So I hope you guys are understanding. With that, maybe at some point I'll bring the video show back, but definitely not for the immediate future, Uh, but definitely not for the immediate future. Uh, As always, I appreciate you guys greatly, and I appreciate all the listeners, I appreciate all the listeners that I get. You guys have no idea how uh, blessed I am for anybody who's listening to uh, my thoughts right now as they go out into the ether. But I have been your masters. I have been your master of ceremonies. As always, my name is Marcella Inestroza, and as I say often, 
I'll see you when I see you.